Welcome to Proverbs, Our Best Life, a study with Trinity United Methodists that walks us through the book of Proverbs in a month. Proverbs chapter 29, the world changes. When there's no vision, the people get out of control, but whoever obeys instructions is happy. Your daily reading, Proverbs 29 and Ezra 3, 10 through 13. The reading is linked in today's show notes if you would like to pause and read. I'm Lane Ingram, and I'll be reading today's devotion. I've heard the anxiety over the crumbling of institutions in the world. Have you? I've heard the fear in people's voices as they count all the ways the landscape of life is changing around them. They wonder if there'll ever be a time when they regain solid ground. South Bend, Indiana is one of those places that was rudderless when they lost the institution of the Studebaker Auto Manufacturing Plant in 1963. Even today in South Bend, it seems like people are mourning its loss. The then mayor of South Bend said about this factory in 2019, some people are still talking like if we can only get some version of Studebaker back, making cars again, our city would be all right. That's how profound the blow of losing some of those jobs has been for us. And what we have to face is a future that is not going to look like the past. Many of us are having to face an awareness that the future is not going to look like the past. If you look throughout history, sociologists can point to five common aspects of culture that have existed in some way throughout time. Family, society, government, economy, and religion. Those are a type of building blocks of human society. When Proverbs was written between 538 BCE and 332 BCE, the institution of family looked more like a polygamy, with a short adolescence that was full of work, education was reserved for boys, and people lived communal and agricultural lifestyles. Fast forward to Victorian England, and the family looked different. We've moved to monogamy. Adolescence has extended slightly. Education has expanded as well, and due to the Industrial Revolution, we have moved into single-family dwellings, and parents work in an industrialized job. Fast forward to today, and the institution of the family again looks drastically different. The world changes at a rapid pace, but the core of wisdom stays the same. The second half of this chapter, verses 15 through 27, lay out God's design for culture. Even though the world has changed, there is still worth here. It is prudent to parent your children, even if it looks different today. It is still wise to treat those in service to you with respect, even if the service looks different today. It is good to be moral, though morality may mean something different. It is smart to put your hope in the ways of God rather in the ways of politics, no matter how many politicians tell you that their way can save you. When we seek God in those places in our lives, we pluck from the vine of wisdom. What place does Christianity have in a world that is rapidly changing? To examine this, let's go back to Proverbs, when it was being written down. The second temple is being built, and there are two reactions to the temple foundation being laid. 
People mourned and cried because what they had in the first temple was no more. People rejoiced at the progresses being made for God. As people of faith, we often feel pulled between those two reactions. We feel like God's way is the traditional way, and that must be preserved. We also feel the pull of God to see what's happening in the world of something new. God exists in the traditions just as God exists in progress. We get stuck when we try to pin God down in one place. A life of faith looks resolutely not like throwing the baby out with the bathwater, but opening our eyes for what is coming next in the kingdom of God. In verse 18 of this chapter, the author of Proverbs says this, When there's no vision, the people get out of control, but whoever obeys instructions is happy. Vision, in this case, is another word for prophecy. Our lives in all areas are not meant to be tied to being progressive or traditionalist. We're called to live a life defined by God's vision for the world. A vision cast by God can hold us still or move us forward. Whatever the case may be, it is our job to seek out the wisdom of God and apply that wisdom to the context of our lives as best we can. God is not a grumpy old man telling us no all the time. God is not a genie in the sky granting all our wishes. God is in the wisdom that allows us to discern what is good in the right here and the right now. That is how we discover our best lives together. Take a minute and pause. Where was God in this reading today? Pray with me. God who exists in the traditions and in the progress, remind us that we are all yours. Put us to what you will, place us with whom you will, Put us to doing, put us to suffering. Let us be put to work for you or set aside for you, praised for you or criticized for you. Let us be full, let us be empty. Let us have all things, let us have nothing. We freely and fully surrender all things to your glory and service. Amen. That was Proverbs, Our Best Life. We hope God showed up in that reading today. And we hope that you get to practice wisdom a little bit each and every day. If you want to learn more about Trinity United Methodist in Huntsville, Alabama, you can go to trinityhsv.org to see what we have going on. We'll see you tomorrow.